2020 in response to the COVID-19. Furthermore, pursuant to those powers in the governor's executive order number 20-69, she suspended all city requirements that require a physical quorum to be present to conduct this meeting and authorized that this meeting be conducted by communications media technology under the city's state of emergency proclamation for virtual meetings executed April 3rd, 2020. The city manager, pursuant to the authority granted him by the city's initial state of emergency for COVID-19, has closed City Hall to the public. Therefore, no member of the public will be allowed into the community wing of City Hall during this meeting. Notice that this meeting was going to be held by communication media technology and not at a physical location was posted on the city's website at least five days ago. The notice provided that those members of the public needing reasonable accommodation to participate in the meeting could contact the city clerk for assistance by noon, Monday, June 15, 2020. Access to this meeting is being provided via live stream on the city's website at www.palmcoastgov.com and 386-223-1690. We ask that everyone state their name each time they speak. We also advise that this meeting will be terminated if there is a technology issue. <coughs> Staff may read public comment into the record during public comment time. If any is received, but no matter what, all pertinent emails from the public will be incorporated into the record of this hearing. If you're having problems connecting or need technical assistance, please call 386-986-2391. Public participation will work as follows. Prior to calling in with your comments, if you're watching the meeting from our website, please mute those so when, your call, when you call in with your comments, there is no interference. If you would like to participate in public comments, call 386-223-1690. You will need to hit star nine to raise your hand to provide your comments when your agenda item is called. You will be acknowledged by being unmuted and you will hear a message that you have been unmuted. Please begin by stating your name clearly for the record. You will have three minutes to speak. When there's 15 seconds left in your three minutes, you will hear a beep and then at the end of your three minutes, you will hear another beep and you will be muted at that time. You will not be disconnected from the meeting. All callers, will have, all callers will have the opportunity to speak. Please be aware there may be a short pause as we switch to the new call, next caller. Today is June 17th. It's 5.30 p.m. Please rise and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Right, thank you. Irene, would you call the roll? Mr. Smith. Here. Mrs. Lucas is excused. Mr. Dolney. Here. Mr. Di Maria. Here. Mr. Scully and Mr. Davis are excused. Mr. Lemon. Here. Mr. Freeman. Here. Ms. Bott. Here. Ms. Nicholson. Okay. Um, we do have a quorum. All right. Thank you, Irene. Uh, first order of business is approval of the minutes from the May 20, 2020 Planning Land Development Regulation Board meeting. Does anybody have any questions or revisions? Hearing none, is there a motion to approve? Mr. Chairman, Bobby Deemer, I make a motion to approve. Thank you, sir. Is there a second? 
Second by Mr. Dolney. Thank you. Um, just for your information, every vote has to be a roll call vote. So, uh, Irene, would you call the roll, please? Mr. Smith. Yes. Mr. Dolney. Yes. Mr. De Maria. Yes. Mr. Lemon. Yes. <clears throat> minutes from May 20th are approved four to zero. Thank you. Uh, moving along, we'll go to item two, Palm Coast Storage on State Road 100 Technical Site Plan, Tier 3, application number 4011. Uh, Mr. Tyner. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and good evening, everybody. This is a, uh, a Tier 3 site plan. Um, it is approximately 164,475 square feet, which makes it a Tier 3 site plan. Uh, this property is located on State Road 100. It has a COM3 zoning where um, uh, storage facilities are allowed by right. Um, this, uh, because it is a Tier 3 technical site plan, uh, this would be a recommendation from the uh, planning board uh, that we would present to City Council at a future City Council date. Uh, with that said, um, Mr. Hoover will have the uh, staff presentation. Good evening. Uh, Bill Hoover, Senior Planner with the City of Palm Coast uh, Planning Division. This site's located on the uh, north side of State Route 100, about a half mile west of Colbert Lane, and uh, a little bit further than that from Old Kings Road. And this the site area is 23 and a half acres approximately. It's proposed for a self-storage facility that would have almost 165,000 square feet of storage buildings. And on the future land use map, it is designated uh, mixed use in red in the center part of your screen. And to the uh, north, northwest, and west is uh, conservation and that's in the city of Palm Coast and then to the northeast and east is residential across State Route 100 is Flagler County and that is also designated uh, conservation uh, this is the zoning map and to the north of the project is single-family with a wetland area overlay to the east is multifamily or MFR2 and to the west is uh, PRS, which is preservation. To the south is a county uh, PUD zoning, and it's for uh, conservation uses. This is the site plan, and the north arrow is to the right of your screen, which would put State Route 100 on the left side of your screen. And you come in on the right-hand side of this, this site, and there's approximately a three, four acre future commercial area that is not part of this technical site plan. It, it's just that the access is going across that. So that'll sort of end up like being an all parcel. Um, as you come in, the, uh, you're gonna hit the entry gate and the offices just before that with some uh, parking area. That is about 400 feet from State Route 100, and then there's a large lake. And as you proceed into the site, you'll go past a uh, RV and boat storage area, and then as you go to the rear, there's additional RV and boat storage areas. 
The largest building on there is labeled RV roof storage. That building is just uh, covered storage for uh, RVs to keep them out of the sun and the uh, weather. This project is pretty unique. It's an ideal location for a self-storage facility because it's almost entirely surrounded by conservation area. So to the top of this screen, which would be to the west, is part of the Graham Swamp. And then to the uh, right, which would be to the north, even though it's zoned single family, it can't really be developed because of all the wetlands. So, uh, and then to the bottom of the screen is also a conservation area, and that property is zoned uh, MFR2. But I can show you on the next screen is a conceptual layout of the property to the east. Uh, they just recently turned in a technical site plan that would get reviewed by the planning board in uh, a few months. Um, and the now back again, North Arrow is now going to the top on this site plan. And you can see approximately the westerly three, 400 feet of this site is all conservation area except for where they've got a pond going in there. And there's also the three red areas are future uh, commercial areas. So you can see the self-storage layout with the excess drive coming in. So we got a great buffer on the east side of the uh, site. This is the uh, site development requirements from uh, the Land Development Code and the uh, High Intensity Commercial District, also known as uh, COM3. You can see uh, minimum development site uh, is easily met. The maximum impervious surface ratio is 70% of the gross site. They're providing, uh, they're meeting that because they're only 47%. Maximum floor area ratio is 50% of the site. They're in at 13%. Uh, maximum building height, 75 feet. They're at 16 feet. And on the setbacks, they're easily meeting all those. Uh, they're required to have 10 parking spaces, and that's based on two spaces per every 100 uh, storage units or RV parking spaces. The, uh, one of their spaces is also an ADA space, and then uh, they're required to have landscape buffers of 25 feet along State Route 100 and 15 feet to the north uh, against the commercial, I'm sorry, against the single family uh, zoning that has the wetland overlay. And then to the east and west, there'll be a 10 foot buffer. Okay, this is the uh, proposed building elevations that's already been reviewed by the city. Um, on the upper left side of your screen is uh, what you would see from State Route 100. So where the road is, you would get a glance of that, and it's going to be back about 400 feet. So you'll probably get to see the red roof and the uh, light gray color of the building. There'll be a little signage on the front of the building. And then uh, additionally, there'll be some, the same uh, building look will be towards the east. So you might get to see a little bit of that. And then uh, at the bottom of your screen, 
the office, uh, the, the top of the screen is showing the office area, and then the office area is in the south end of building A, and then you can see that the length of that building. So the architecturally, the building is going to look pretty good from the distance, and uh, it's going to be surrounded on three sides by conservation area. So you won't get to see too much, but if you do drive back there, you'll find that it's a, a pretty good-looking building after it gets constructed. Um, Staff's required to review uh, five criteria for each technical site plan uh, per Section 2.0505 of the Land Development Code. Uh, these include uh, must not be in conflict with the public interest, must be consistent with both the Comprehensive Plan and the Land Development Code, must not impose a significant hardship or liability on the city, must not create an unreasonable hazard or nuisance, and must comply with all applicable government standards. Staff reviewed it, these five criteria, and in the staff report you could, we have detailed findings. And in summary, the technical site plan will not create a nuisance hazard or any compatibility issues as it meets all development standards and is in compliance with this mixed-use designation on the future land use map. Uh, all infrastructure needed is uh, in place to serve this project, and it meets four goals, policies, and objectives of the comprehensive plan, as well as meeting all standards of the COM3 district in the Land Development Code. Planning staff recommends that the planning board find this project in compliance with the comprehensive plan in land development code and recommend approval to city council for application number 4011 palm coast storage on state route 100 a tier 3 technical site plan the applicants engineer uh, bill hockenberger is uh, in uh, attendance and his presentation will follow Thank you, Mr. Hoover. Is there, does any member of the uh, board have any questions for Mr. Hoover? Okay, hearing none, we'll move on to the applicant's presentation. The, um, I understand the applicant does have a presentation? Yes. Is he on your screen? Yep, it's uh, ready to go. Okay. <laughs> Good evening, Mr. Chairman, Commissioners. I don't know if you can hear me. Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Uh, my name is John Abbeyown. I'm here with Bill Hockensmith. I'm the principal engineer on this project. Um, we have a presentation, uh, Mr. Chairman, but uh, Mr. Hoover did a great job in terms of presentation, so most of it, I didn't want to repeat what he said but I, I don't have control over the slideshow. I don't know if, you, if we can go to the next. Uh, this is a location map, as uh, Mr. Hoover has mentioned. Is that something I have control over? Or? Uh, next. Uh, again, that's a blow-up uh, uh, exhibit of it. Next. 
Okay, really this is more of a color rendering just to kind of give you a feel in terms of what 47% development looks like on this project. So as you can see, a lot of green area, a lot of trees proposed around this project. Next, this is more of a blow up detail. Next, again the same thing on the north side just to kind of give you a clearer picture. Next, and that's really our final exhibit. But really what I wanted to say is Mr. Hoover already went through all the details, but to kind of summarize on our end, this project basically meets all the requirements of the comp plan, all the requirements of the country zoning. We are not asking for any waivers on this project. In essence, really this is a very low intensity project. Not to repeat what was mentioned before, but for example, floor to area ratio is only 0.13 versus 0.5. And the building, the highest building is 16 feet. So definitely that's not an imposing project, nor does create a lot of traffic from this project. So basically, what we have is a product that is well suited in that location to serve all these residential areas around us. Basically at this stage, we do have permits from the St. John's. We have DOT is ready to approve it. They're just waiting for the city to issue their site plan approval. That's a standard process. We are on the July 13 board meeting for the county to provide us with a license to access the right of way. And the Corps already approved our project. So basically we have all the permits. We're ready to move. We just respectfully ask that you approve our project. I'm here mainly for any questions that you may have. All right. Thank you very much. Are there any questions from the board for the applicant? Yes, Mr. Chairman. Bobby DiMaria. Go ahead, Mr. DiMaria. The question to the developer, do you have your time to be opening and closing on this storage facility? I believe whenever we get all the permits, we're just going to go ahead. If it's approved. Operating hours? Yeah. Do we have operating hours? Mike, I don't know if Mike also represented. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mike, can you say what the operating hours? We haven't decided exactly. It usually depends on the neighborhood, the area, and what have you. But typical operating hours with a person present in the office would be 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., seven days a week. And then access hours via combination or access cards would typically go to about midnight and then resume again at 6 a.m. Okay. My concern is that after midnight, it's midnight to 5. And there'd be no work. People work on the RVs or boats outside there during any time. That's correct. Explicitly not allowed. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 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 Thank
That's it, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. Did you get anything? No. May I ask? I, I'm sorry. Name? Could you, uh, the the second applicant that spoke, just state your name for the record? Uh, yes, Mike Stewart. Thank you. Are there any other questions from the board? No questions. No. All right. Thank you. Uh, Getting through that, I will. Uh, we'll have to order or open the uh, public hearing. This is a public hearing on this project. If there's any member of the public that wishes to speak, please make your request known here online, and we will recognize you one at a time. Has anyone signed in, Doug? Okay, we have no indication of anyone, any member of the public online that wishes to speak. I'll give you one more chance to do that in case you do want to speak. None. All right, hearing none, we will close the public hearing and bring it back to the board for any final questions or a motion. Uh, Mr. Chairman, Bobby Deemer, if, if there's no more questions, I'll make a motion to approve application number 4011. And that includes the staff. Second. Uh, thank you. That, your motion includes the uh, finding that it's in compliance with the comprehensive plan? Correct, sir. All right, did you get all that, Irene? Yes. All right, we have a motion and a second to approve this. Uh, Irene, would you call the roll? Mr. Smith? Yes. Mr. Dolney? Yes. Mr. DeMaria? Yes. Mr. Lemon? Yes. The motion carries four <clears throat> to zero. All right, thank you, Irene. All right, the uh, next and last item on our agenda is the Spring Lake at Palm Coast Park Subdivision Master Plan Tier 2, Application 4253. Before we, before we start, I have to uh, let the board know that I have declared a conflict of interest on this item as I have been working with this applicant on this project. So uh, I will not be participating in the discussion other than to my duties as chair. And I have filed the conflict of interest form with Irene. So if you would, Mr. Tyner. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, this is uh, known as Spring Lake at Palm Coast. It's a, uh, a subdivision master plan uh, application. Um, just to, uh, it is part of the Palm Coast Park DRI, which is Development of Regional Impact, um, and off of uh, US 1. Uh, as you, uh, many may know, the DRI is approximately 4,579 acres. We've got construction going on right now to the north called Sawmill Creek was our first uh, residential development um, that's, that broke ground. This is a, another one a little bit farther to the south on the south end on the west side of uh, State Road um, US 1. and. Um, you know, the DRI, uh, as, as many know and whoever's listening, provides uh, that process provides specific entitlements uh, to, the, to the developer that they allocate and, and is planned. It's a 20, 25-year plan that they allocate certain densities and intensities uh, surrounding the uh, DRI. And part of the DRI and the accompanying uh, part of the DRI is a master plan development agreement that I, you know the board has uh, has reviewed in the past. We've made many modifications to that. Uh, this specific area is very consistent both with the development of regional impact and the master plan development agreement uh, for residential. But 
with that, uh, Senior Planner Bill Hoover will we'll have the uh, staff report. Good evening, uh, Bill Hoover, uh, Senior Planner with the Planning Division. The project is located on the west side of US-1, about a half, uh, half mile north of Palm Coast Parkway. And it's located in the Palm Coast Park DRI and MPD, and you can see that that extends all the way from Hargrove Grade all the way up to Old Kings Road, and actually on the west side is the Florida East Coast Railroad, and then it goes all the way over to I-95, north of uh, north of Matanzas uh, Woods area. This is a two-phase single-family subdivision on 421, uh, excuse me, 421 homes on a little over 477 acres, so the density is less than one home per acre. This is the uh, future land use map. The, uh, it's designated primarily DRI mixed use. That's sort of in the purple hatching area. The light green area is conservation. And to the uh, north is DRI mixed use as well as a little conservation area. And then to the north northwest area there, you can see some purple that's uh, industrial on the future land use map. To the uh, east is more DRI mixed use and conservation. And then to the south is more DRI mixed use conservation and a little bit of uh, mixed use. And then to the west, that's uh, Flagler County uh, property. It's designated agricultural timberlands. Uh, Zoning-wise, the property is uh, part of the MPD of uh, Palm Coast Park Master Plan Development. To the north, east, and south is more MPD, and then to the uh, west is uh, Flagler County's uh, agricultural land. And then you can see up there in the north-northwest corner, there's a little bit of industrial. This is the Palm Coast Park MPD uses map, which governs what happens inside the uh, large uh, DRI. And so the, it, this is uh, on tracks two and three in the southwest corner. It's designated residential low density, and that allows single family lots as small as 4,000 square feet uh, with the lots as narrow as 40 feet wide. This is the uh, layout plan. Now in this case, you'll see the north arrow is going to the southeast corner, the, the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. And uh, so you, US-1 is on the bottom part of your uh, the site plan, and then the Florida East Coast Railroad is at the uh, top. So in here, uh, we've got conservation areas, you can see phase one uh, is the lot layout, and then phase two, those lots are a little bit darker. So they'll have two lakes in there, uh, 421 lots, 
and the lot mixture is 101 50-foot lots, 74 60 lots, and 246 70-foot wide lots. So about 60% of the lots will be 70 feet or wider. And this is a little bit of a close-up area that you could see the lots a little bit better. They have two uh, access points. Um, the one uh, access is already existing. And as you come in the main entrance, it sort of uh, hits two spine roads. And the amenities are located centrally right there. So it would be convenient for all the residents in, in the project. You can also see that there's a lot of conservation areas uh, at the top of the screen, which would be on between the project and uh, the Flagler East Coast Railroad or the Florida East Coast Railroad, as well as there's more conservation areas on the uh, right-hand side of the screen. Uh, we review each project for five criteria from Section 2.0505 of the Land Development Code. Each project must not be in uh, conflict with the public interest, and it must be consistent with both the Comprehensive Plan and the Land Development Code. It must not impose a significant hardship or liability on the city must not create an unreasonable hazard or nuisance and must comply with all applicable government standards. And in the staff report, we've got real, real detailed findings on this. Uh, but in summary, uh, for tonight, the subdivision will not create a nuisance hazard or any compatibility issues as it meets all development standards. The proposed residential uses meet all Palm Coast Park, DRI, and Master Plan Development Standards, and the public infrastructure is already in place with much of this uh, put in at the master developer's uh, expense already, and that will be, is already ready to serve the projects. And the layout that the uh, developer and the engineer has minimizes impacts to uh, quality wetland areas, and the project meets the DRI, Master Plan Development, Land Development Code, and the Comprehensive Plan Regulations. The next steps for this project will be uh, the engineer will submit a preliminary plat with construction drawings that will be uh, reviewed by the uh, city staff and uh, FDOT. The final plat uh, will be reviewed later by city council. And then uh, once the infrastructure's in, the developer can apply for building permits. Planning staff recommends that the planning board approve a tier two subdivision master plan for Spring Lake at Palm Coast Park, application 4253. Um, the developer's representative uh, is in attendance. Uh, his name is Kurt Wimpey. Uh, professional engineer for Alliant Engineering Inc. and his company is the uh, project engineer for the project. Thank you, Mr. Hoover. Does any member of the board have a question for Mr. Hoover? Cristolni, no questions. Okay. Hearing none, we'll move on to the applicant. Um, does the applicant wish to make a presentation or any kind of statement? 
Nothing. Okay. All right. Um, well, I assume there's no questions for the applicant. Then, are, are there any questions from the board for the applicant? Yes, Mr. Chairman, Bob, Mickey, Maria. A uh, couple, couple questions. Uh, are sidewalks? I couldn't see on both sides of this development, or just on one side. The developer can't see it. Uh, this is Ken Bell. She don't. Is Kurt on? Uh, I see uh, someone named Kurt on. They're not connected to audio. Yeah. Can, can everyone hear me? Yes, we yes, can. Hear, we can hear you. Yeah. My understanding is we plan sidewalks on both sides of the street. Okay. Thank you. The other one is um, this could be a gated area, age requirement, and. What kind of the price in the house is there? It will not be uh, age targeted or uh, age specific. Um, and um, prices we believe will be in the three to three hundred thousand to four hundred and fifty thousand dollar range. Yep. And the gate will be uh, it will be gated. However, um, there will be some some requirements to. Um, allow the public in because there will be some CDD money used for some infrastructure. So it'll be what we like to call soft gate, where you okay. can pull up and but still be allowed in. Okay, and then that there were abrupt abrupt ninety five. Is it going to be a big buffer area? Are you going to see houses there? Going to be some trees right back there? Uh, we're considerably west of ninety five. Um, this is US one. Um, I guess maybe you're referring to US one. Yeah, well, they, no, they showed in there is if the area close is uh, the next 95 that the map I was looking at. Maybe I, I misunderstood it, but yeah, we're, we're off of US 1, um, so um, that's out you know on the west okay. way west of 95. But there will be some uh, landscaping uh, and uh, along the edge there on what I would call the far east side of the. Of the property that will buffer the road noise and stuff. Thank you, sir. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. Any other member of the board with any questions for the applicant? Yes, Mr. Chairman. This is Dave Freeman. From Go ahead, Mr. Freeman. Yeah. Hey, Ken, you had mentioned that it's a gated community. Are the roads, are they public or private roads? Or my question relates to transportation of buses coming in the neighborhood. Uh, well, they, they will be owned by the community development district, so um, that that means that they are they are public roads. But uh, we obviously would make accommodations for any school buses to be able to access however they want to do that. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Dave. Any other questions from the board? All right, hearing none, we'll move to the public hearing. Again, this is a public hearing. Um, Anybody who wishes to speak from the public, please make your wishes known and we will unmute you. Has anyone signed up, Doug? Okay, we'll give them one chance. Um, any member of the public that wishes to speak, please somehow let us know. Still no one? All right, hearing no one from the public, we'll close the public hearing and move to uh, board final board questions or a motion. Mr. Chairman, Bobby Demir, if there's no more questions, I'll make a motion to approve Spring Lake, Spring Lake 
at uh, Palm Coast Park Subdivision, Master Plan Tier Number 2, Application Number 4253. Thank you. Is there a second? Chris Dolmy, second. Thank you. Irene, would you please call the roll? Mr. Dolmy. Yes. Mr. De Maria. Yes. Mr. Lemon. Yes. The motion carries three to zero. All right, thank you very much. Uh, that's the last item on our agenda. I know Ray has a couple things he wants to speak about. Are there any board concerns or questions? No, sir. No. All right, All right. Uh, Ray. Uh, <clears throat> just real quick. Um, we are looking at uh, possibly next month having a um, live uh, planning board meeting, I guess, actually having citizens uh, come in to, uh, for, for public hearings. Uh, it's a month away. I don't have all the details yet. I just want you to be aware, and I will contact <clears throat> each and every one of you individually uh, to, to go over that with you. And uh, I promise you, you know, if we do, you know, enact that uh, next month and, and planning board meetings, I know uh, we are working with our with our uh, HR and, and our health folks to make sure that we will have, you know, appropriate social distancing, you know, not only for the uh, board members and city staff, but also for our citizens uh, when we do uh, go live. So I just want to give you all a heads up, um, you, know, it, you know, anything could change, uh, could change in two weeks, who knows, but uh, as of right now, you know, we are phasing in uh, uh, you know, uh, potentially uh, uh, doing that, but I will contact each each of y'all uh, to go through those details once I find out a little bit more. Okay, and I appreciate everybody's patience. Y'all done great on the uh, on the uh, Zoom and uh, actually uh, keep making progress and moving things forward. So I appreciate all y'all's time and your help. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Um, Thank just, you. Just to let you know, in order to adjourn, we also have to take a roll call vote. So stick with us. Uh, is there a motion to adjourn? Crystal. Motion to adjourn. Is there a second? Second. Crystal only. All right. Irene, would you call the roll? Mr. Smith. Yes. Mr. Dolney. Yes. Mr. De Maria. Yes. Mr. Lemon. Yes. Thank you very much. We are adjourned. Thank you. Thank you.